we head on over to the KRDO Newsline, where we're joined by ABC News correspondent Tom Rivers. And Tom, certainly uh, the attacks on some of Ukraine's infrastructure, much of Ukraine's infrastructure in these uh, embattled areas, has been the true tragedy of what we're seeing, as we are all knowing that Ukraine is now heading into some of the coldest months that they'll experience since the fighting erupted. Exactly. And people were saying this months ago, uh, wait till the winter comes. Well, it's freezing right now. In the next couple of days, it looks like it's going to be much colder in many parts of Ukraine. And you're absolutely right. Some areas hit uh, harder than others, power plants and, and water stations. But as a national average, how many are how many power plants are out of commission right now across Ukraine? About 27 percent. And the weekly, if you will, pattern is that generally, although not this week, uh, you see a lot of uh, Russian strikes on a Monday. And that really means that uh, it, 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 it requires a lot of resources being thrown into trying to uh, ad hoc fix as best you can some of these plants for the rest of the week. So it really snarls things up. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to see that certainly for the coming weeks, if not months to come, uh, that frozen landscape and uh, the constant, constant pounding of power stations, which brings everything to a halt. Yeah, and it's definitely a major concern, again, the infrastructure piece, but also noting, too, that uh, it's not just that isolated winter for uh, Ukraine and Russia, but really the rest of uh, the northern hemisphere, and uh, that's also going to put an even uh, tighter strain on an already uh, kind of concerned natural gas market nationwide. Oh, very much so. And you look at uh, the continent of Europe, can you imagine if Nord Stream 1 and 2 were now blown up? Uh, that, that will be flowing to a lot of those countries. They're scratching their heads right now. A lot of countries are hustling up and seeing if they can deal uh, with this winter without uh, blackouts. They're certainly planning that there could be blackouts here in the U.K. They don't know if they will or won't, but they, the government certainly is, is uh, in the mode of saying, well, if needs be, how would we roll that out? So a lot of countries are in the same boat. So you're absolutely right. This thing just rumbles on. There's a meeting today in Bucharest, Romania. Uh, NATO officials there, Jens Stoltenberg, uh, stating the obvious, saying Putin is using winter as a weapon of war. And they're ponying up more resources again, as you know, on a weekly basis, leading the way the U.S. with a lot of uh, generators and, I guess, fuel for those generators. But, you know, you think about it, how huge a country Ukraine is. If you said, you know, we're going to ship over 100 generators, that sounds pretty good. Well, if you spread 100 generators across the U.S., uh, not going to do too much, uh, a drop in the bucket. And that's kind of what you're looking at in Ukraine right now. Mm. And, you know, certainly when you look at uh, how the defenses of Ukraine are spread out, I mean, how do you defend key infrastructure? I mean, do you station troops around it? Does that take away resources from the front? I mean, it, it, you know, where, where, what are the answers there? Yeah. Well, again, you know, there's a lot of talk of, well, we want, you know, we want high tech, uh, sophisticated air defense systems. Yeah, and you can use those in places like like Kiev. Uh, you're not going to use it in you know working down the batting order to the 20th largest city or the 50th largest city, and those power plants are exposed, um, and those will be hit. 
and uh, and the Russians certainly know that. Uh, you cannot have defense everywhere, and even when you do, you know it is not one hundred percent effective. And and this is. Uh even as the U.S. and NATO are sending billions of dollars of resources to the nation. Uh, it, it, is this the, the winter that uh, Putin has been gearing up for? I mean, do you think that this has been his goal all along, that he was going to uh, basically send Ukraine back to the Dark Ages over this winter? Well, I think after, you know, he got his nose bloodied after, you know, thinking that this thing would be over very, very quickly, we are where we are. And he had to call up a 300,000 more personnel. Uh, as you well know, not a whole lot is expected to change over this winter. The lines will shift slightly, but not dramatically. And that brings up the, uh, the prospect of the spring. Will there be one God Almighty, if you will, confrontation with beefed up weaponry and personnel on both sides? Or will there be peace talks? Um, how much money will be pouring into the coffers between now and then? Uh, the mind boggles uh, various countries. Here in the UK, 2.6 billion more pounds, roughly about $3 billion earmarked for Ukraine next year. Um, there isn't $3 billion to do that here. And most countries are in the same boat. Um, when will the narrative shift saying, why don't you guys get around a table and actually found out some kind of an agreement. Better for you, better for the rest of Europe, and you get to save some money uh, in, in uh, the bargain as well. We're not there. We're just kind of, you know, black and white. They do this, we do that. They do this, we do that. Uh, there's a Bucharest meeting this week. Where's the meeting going to be next week? Okay. We will continue to follow this. And Tom Rivers, we appreciate uh, all the updates you're bringing us. ABC News correspondent Tom Rivers out of London. Thank you. Take care.